0: Welcome. My name is Richard Pogge, Professor of Astronomy at The Ohio State University and it is my pleasure to welcome you to the Autumn Quarter 2007 edition of Astronomy 161, Introduction to the Solar System, a course being taught at The Ohio State University main campus in Columbus, Ohio. Over the next 10 weeks, we will undertake an exploration of the development of our understanding of the solar system, from the earliest naked-eye observations recorded in human history to the most recent exciting results from spacecraft and from telescopes, not only on our solar system, but on the exciting new discoveries of solar systems around other stars. Astronomy 161 is part of a two-quarter sequence with Astronomy 162 that is designed for non-science majors seeking to fulfill their general education curriculum requirement in the Natural Sciences at Ohio State. The lectures are pitched at a descriptive level with the judicious use of quantitative examples. We're not going to completely eliminate the math because, after all, science like astronomy is a very quantitative field and numbers are very informative, but it's not about the math and the derivation like a major's course would be. The real main emphasis here is on the ideas, the science behind what we've learned. And especially we're going to be taking a semi-historical approach in many cases because it's important to not only know what we know, but how we've come to know that and the process that we know that, of course, that is science. And a lot of this course is to teach what science is all about and use astronomy as a way of illustrating that. The lectures are designed to be listened to as a sequence as part of the entire class. And indeed, these are actually just lecture recordings. There's no production, there's no special presentation involved in these. I simply strap on the microphone, turn it on at the beginning of my lecture to my class in, in 1000 McPherson Lab and turn it off at the end. So you're going to hear everything live and unrehearsed and unscripted just as it happens all the questions, everything that goes on in the class. Occasionally, you'll hear things be interrupted as I do demonstrations, or I'm going to be using these classroom response card clickers in class to be able to ask students and record responses, and kind of take electronic attendance, and that will all become part of the audio record of the class. The lectures are designed to stand on their own individually. They are part of a sequence, but you can listen to them individually with a great deal of benefit if a particular topic interests you. But really they're designed to be listened to all together as a sequence. And there really the the lectures now begin to stand not only as alone as individual topics, but they begin to work together. You see how they connect all the different ideas together and the main themes are developed through the course of the quarter. Now astronomy is a very visual field, and the class is full of a lot of graphics, there are occasional demonstrations, and one of the limitations of the audio format is I can't share a lot of these graphics or demonstrations with you. We've we've experimented a little bit with some of the vodcasting and extended podcasting technologies. They're not exactly ready for us yet here at Ohio State, at least not for the equipment that I have available to me, but maybe perhaps in the future. If you are interested in getting a bit more interest, more detail on this, of course, the lecture notes are available on, on the web. I have some of the graphics I show in class. Some of the others I can't show because there are copyright restrictions that don't let me broadcast these to the World Wide Web. But in cases where the, where the graphics are really essential, I've made my own versions and put them up on the web. So I don't have any copyright problems because I the copyright and I can do whatever I want. The primary audience for these recordings are the students who were enrolled in my class during autumn quarter 2007. They're primarily meant as an audio record of the lectures. And the students have used them both as a way to make up lectures that they've missed, but also as study guides. They can go back and listen to lectures that they heard earlier in the quarter when preparing to study for the exams or the final exam in the course. I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from the students in my class for these recordings. They found them extremely useful. It's nice to know that instead of just simply having to rely on their own memory or the notes they may take in class, they actually have the ability to go back and re-listen to an area and see what I really said And sometimes that's really helped them out a lot. That, more than almost as much as anything else, is why I'm going to continue doing these recordings. It really does help as a way of reaching to the students in this way. And, of course, they're much more savvy about electronics than even old old folks like me, so they're really into it. Another aspect of these lectures that's been very surprising and gratifying is what I'll call the outreach aspect. Um, I didn't originally intend to put these up on iTunes and, and make them available in general, but it just sort of happened that way. And the response has been just overwhelming. I've received literally email every week from people all around the world who've come across the lectures for 161 and earlier class lectures I've done for 162. And they've said how much they've enjoyed listening to them, how much they've gotten out of them. Lots of, just a whole bunch of different types of listeners. I have a lot of them are lifelong le- learners, people who just wanted to take a college course in astronomy, never had the chance, and this is their chance to just listen in on, on a university level course, no holds barred, and, and really just get a lot out of it. A lot of people listen to them just recreationally. They're interested in the topic that's uh, easy, digestible chunks, these sort of 40, 45 minute lectures. For a lot of people, that's exactly the length of an automobile commute and it's, it's worked out great for a lot of them. I hear from a lot of people who listen to them while commuting to and from work, uh, even long-haul truckers I've heard from who've listened to these lectures while they're on the open road and it lets them listen to something a little bit more than just music and actually learn as they're driving along. Um, our upper administration here at Ohio State has said they really want Ohio State to become a global university maybe this is a way of helping to do that it, it's really surprising what the global reach is. so I'm going to continue because of the response has been so great I'm going to continue making these lectures available year after year as I teach this course they'll always be free and they'll always be available on the internet you can go through iTunes or direct to my website you're welcome to listen to them and share them with your friends and if you want to send me an email and tell me how you've come across them and whether you liked them and how you're listening to them please do I can't guarantee a response I get a lot more email than I can handle nowadays but If you have questions, I might even try to answer them if I have time. But, of course, I will be giving priority to the students who are in my class. But I want to extend a special welcome to all of you listening from the outside. The students actually really like it. They like knowing that they're in a class where there may only be 100 of them in the room, but there may be literally hundreds more listening in to us, not exactly in real time, but who are taking the course with them. And I think that's just a great aspect of the Internet, and I want to keep doing it. To those of you who may have listened to my past recording of, of Astronomy 161 from Autumn 2006, you're going to find that this quarter's class is going to be a lot like that class. It's the same time format, the, the same number of lectures, the same basic topics. A few things will change. I'm going to make a, few, make a few big changes in a couple of lectures and add new material and take out some old stuff. But by and large, it's going to be the same basic syllabus. Partially because I'm a little lazy and I'm, I'm teaching this again in a very busy time. I don't have time to develop a whole new course, but also because it, it it's really a format that works for me and I want to keep using it and developing it. There will be subtle differences, but you're certainly welcome to listen to it. And again, um, just cut uh, keep this from going on too long, a welcome to the course. Uh, we're going to be going through approximately 45 lectures for between now and the 30th of November, 2007. Uh, We're going to cover a tremendous amount of material and it looks like it'll be a lot of fun. So the lectures will be going to begin. Probably be posted by the 20th or 21st of September, depending on how long it takes to get through the internet system. And uh, welcome and uh, enjoy the quarter.